Hello everyone, Video Gamer Podcast number 412. Yeah, 412. Is that a thing? There's no thing. Uh, not really. No, 412. Not, not really. Is it football uh, formation? No, not enough players. No, not Unless enough players. players. Uh, that'd be a bit rubbish though. Although it could happen, you get some people sent off. It's only outfield players though, isn't it? Because you can't change where the yeah. keeper is. That'd oh, be God, good though yeah. if you could though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be quite fun. Mm. Uh, that's Rich Walker. I'm Josh Wise. We're going to oh, talk. Yeah. <laughs> going to talk video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but before that, how have you been? How's your week been? How's your life been? These um, past few days, it's been all right. Weather's been kind of all over the place, so you can't really make outdoor plans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like basically summer outside right now. But yesterday was a it was a, a monsoon. It was. It was. I was caught driving in nice. last night, which was good. Um, Ooh, did yeah. you pull any sweet drifts? <laughs> on the motorway, on the M11, yeah, I did. <laughs> on the M11. I was good, like yeah. Ridge Racer around the corners, <laughs> power sliding in the rain. Yeah, power sliding for about four miles in a single power slide. Yeah, because Elise would have been like, that's really good. That's cool. Thanks for that. doing you're, that. You're you're cool. <laughs> you're wicked. <laughs> you're you're wicked. Just like just like Ridge Racer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, you've been you've been up uh, you've been up some some late nights, of course, yeah, as uh, always, as as always. Mm. Uh, but especially recently, because of course you got your hands on the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which we'll talk about shortly. Yeah, um, I had a Caramac bar, so I briefed you on that last week. Yeah, excellent, it was good stuff. Although we got some listeners chiming in on the Caramac as well. Oh, don't tell me we got some negative Nellies. I don't think it was a naysay. Actually, I think it was. I think they were sort of furthering. Sort of cementing the position of the oh, Caramac okay, as a bloody solid bar, and good. And, and and fair play to them. You don't see them uh, everywhere though; they can be hard to find, and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, it they yeah, it's true. It's the same as those weird Mister Tom bars, which are just like yeah. loads of loads of peanuts c- compacted. Yeah, mm. I'm I'm lucky to be near a bloody great uh, off license actually. Yeah, you are. Yeah, she gets good. the ex- exotic snackage in. You know? <laughs> um, I've been not up to too much. I've been playing some games. I've been um. Playing some Mundawn, which I'm looking forward to talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. When did that come out? That came out. I missed it actually. It came out before um, Resident Evil Village. I but need a date now. It was March 16th. You too March much too 16th. late, Josh. I was late coming to it, but I enjoyed it so much that I was like, "Screw it! I'm going to write a review of this because you know I played it over the weekend, and why not?" You were like, um, screw it, let's do it, which is also <laughs> the name of Richard Branson's book. <laughs> yeah, so you so you, you know that you must be onto a winner. Exactly, yeah. He should have called it Bring Out the Branson. Yeah, or Like a Virgin. He, or that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been a quiet week, to be honest with you. Or My Virgin of Events. My vi- Now, that's good. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Sorry to throw My you ver- off, but I had to. I had no, to that, no, that. that's good. My version of events is. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't. I what don't an know idiot! Why he didn't. Yeah, a fool, a big, big missed opportunity, and yeah. I had a prize fool. Although I have to say. He's probably my favourite of the sort of of the oligarchs. You know, well, he's not a true oligarch, mm. but you know, he's probably my favourite. Is he a billion? He must be a billionaire. Yeah, I think he must be. And he pops up in films. Um, <laughs> he, he owns does. his own island. Um, 
Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he's not. He doesn't bear a direct relation to Branston. Branston uh, Pickle. Yeah, because um, he, dro- he dropped he, the T. He did. Yeah, famously. Famously dropped the T to avoid uh, mistaken associations with, with a bloody solid condiment. Is the pickle a condiment? I, I don't know. Yeah, in that context, yeah. It, yeah, it I comes think, in yeah. a jar. Yeah. You'd stick yeah. it on the table. You'd spread Are it you on sure some bread. you sure it's not like a, a garnish or a relish? I don't know the difference there. Um. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's not get into anyway, this. Eh? Anyway, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, but I think he's my favourite. He seems the least outwardly... Um, uh, well, one hesitates to say evil, uh, but you know the sort They're of the, the, le- the, the least, the least shitty. You know? <clears throat> right. Yeah. Although who knows? Maybe he's got some skeletons in the closet. I'll be sure to pick up a copy of uh, my version of events uh, in the next week. Uh, <laughs> lays more it on, on that on the next. table. Yeah. <laughs> he lays it on the table as you would Branston Pickle, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that'd be quite good if I did like a weekly book review, wouldn't it? Uh, add that That'll in for the good. sort of for the little segment. Just keep my thoughts because you haven't got it. enough on already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, reviewing games from a month ago. Mm. Um, but actually, let's just pop two in months, a little cheeky biography. Let's go two right, Josh. Ago. Two months ago. <laughs> yeah. But it's worth it. That might be in my games of the year. Who knows? Really? Who bloody knows. It might oh. be. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Okay, um, fair enough. Anyway, anyway. But we'll talk about but more on that in a minute. Um, what else was I going to mention? Some, I was, I, something, something else was noteworthy. Uh, look, it's left my mind. Let's move on to what I've been playing. And if it comes back into my mind, uh, mm. then I'll just randomly interject at some point as well. That's my fault, isn't it? Sorry. You derailed me with some of the pickle chat. Yeah. But, you know, it was good stuff. So, mm. so fair play to you. Anyway, let's, um, let's crack on. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Hello, Mousy. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yes. Uh, what do you want to know? I, I want to know it all. I, I um, I started playing Mass Effect, which was which remedies a long-running no gap. It's Bioware. Uh, oh, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> sharp! You're Thanks. feeling sharp. You're feeling <laughs> zinging this morning. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting game. I haven't played any of the Mass Effects until this morning. Yeah, played it. Played it for about an hour. Thought to myself, "Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I can. I think I can see. I think I can see some. You know, some what some of the fuss is all about here. I, I, I can dig this." Um, yeah, review in two AAU. months. Yeah, eh? Review in two months, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a review of that in uh, in July at some point. Um, but I did think about. Uh, getting the legendary edition just to compare because I'm, I'm actually playing the original Mass Effect because it's on Game Pass. So I thought I'll jump in. Bit of You're not even playing that. No, no. Well, I'm not spending money when I can, when I can get it for you know, <laughs> for nothing. Uh, <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> Which is even more funny because if I review the original Mass Effect in two months, you know. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's cool. Uh, interesting looking alien fellas. Shepard looks hilarious. Um, Hold on, which Shepard have you gone with? Just their default one. He looks a bit like Action the male Man. One. No, he looks right. a bit like. I think he looks sort of a bit like Action Man if he had a shaved head. Mm. You know, John Shepard. John. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, you didn't even change his name. You could have at least changed two letters to make him Josh Shepard. <laughs> John Shepard. Well, that's yeah. sort of. Sh- sh- it's too much shush. Sh- a lot of Josh, shush. It's sh- a lot. A lot of shushing. Yeah. yeah I'm not. I'm not really up for that. Yeah. No, I just sort of skipped through that bit. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to buy into John Shepard's story. He's a. He's a soul survivor. A soldier. 
You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you're a soldier as well. Oh no, you're not even gonna oh, get all the biotic abilities and stuff. I don't know what that. Well, that's their default thing, isn't it? So, I played a know. soldier first, but if you play as like a sentinel or an infiltrator or a vanguard, you, you get access to <laughs> cool powers. Mm, intriguing. Like, throw in uh, that. Anyway, what's so legendary about this legendary edition, Rich Walker? Well, first of all, it collects all three games with every bit of DLC, except for the mm. Pinnacle Station in Mass Effect 1, which was just a wave-based thing, so no great loss there. And no oh. multiplayer, which, you know, I'm fine with. Do they have um, multiplayer on the old ones? They, uh, Mass Effect 3 had it. Ah, and, okay. um, yeah, it was sort of a squad-based four-player PvE thingy-majig, mm. which was it was actually quite good, and it kind of counted towards your galactic readiness in the main game. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, which I quite cool. liked. Galactic readiness. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you sort of have a pool of score that you uh, kind of accumulate before you embark on the final kind of mission. Ah, um, anyway, yeah, um, and they've all had lovely visual makeover, and Mass Effect mm. One has also had a bit of tweakage with the gameplay and stuff to kind of bring it up to date a bit, so it yeah. plays a bit more like a modern game. Like so were the, you um, saying that the the shooting it was Mass Effect Two when the the sort of shooting and stuff was was yeah. kind of kind of secured as 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 like what it would become it was like the best of the you know the kind well they kind of, kind of um, they kind of pared back the RPG kind of aspects of it just a little bit and kind oh. of focused in on the the action a bit more so the shooting and the cover cover uh, mechanics are a bit slicker. Does it still one. do the um, snap into cover like we just yeah. saddle up to it? It automatically does it. I think so. Yeah. Or did you? Have yeah, to it press works. A? Um, I can't remember. It works quite well in one. I was just just, just playing one yeah. this morning, and I was like, "Oh, this is quite cool." Um, it's one of those things where you think, "Oh, there's no button to go into cover. That's a bit crap." Mm. But then it, yeah, like you say, it just works. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it, it it implements in one the fancy fancy pants uh, shooting, but you say it sort of sands sands down some of the uh, some of the RPG stuff in favour of yeah. more more of the shooting stuff. Yeah. So like in Mass Effect One originally, if you had no points in your sniper rifle skill, mm. your sniper scope would be all over the place, like unusable, like you were drunk. Uh. Um, <laughs> and in this. You, that that's not the case anymore. You can use a sniper rifle just fine right out the gate, which oh. is more realistic, to be fair. Because, I mean, who would be like that? Like even a child wouldn't be. <laughs> and you're supposed to be this seasoned soldier who survived all this stuff, and you can't hold a sniper rifle. <laughs> yeah, that's quite. It's quite funny. It's like uh, what was it? Was it Alpha Protocol, which did a, mm. a similar thing? It's like you yeah. could be you could be aiming right at someone's like head and <laughs> like put a point blank range. But if you didn't have the numbers stat to do it, then you yeah. couldn't hit them. Sort of exactly. Thing. Very very silliness. kind of uh, ta- ta- tabletop style, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's kind of paired that back in in. The kind of remaster as well, and also it's brought a lot, a lot of lovely new lighting and 4K textures and a lot more detail. So when you land on the planets, there's lots of lovely grass instead of just a flat green texture. Um, it <laughs> yeah, looks yeah. lovely. Would, I mean, it looks. Would really you say good, it? Um, it put. It's like it more in line with like a, an Andromeda in terms of its like graphics. Like it takes that those sorts of graphics. I mean, and applies them quite. to the other games. Not quite, but almost. I mean, some of the character models still look a bit potato-headed. In Mass Effect One, they still look yeah. a little bit weird. 
My my shepherd does bear a, a, a striking resemblance to uh, Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story. I yeah, say see, much. so you know, I made my own male shepherd in the first one, mm. and he looks awful. And in the kind of process of <laughs> bringing him across to Mass Effect Two, he got sort of even more mutated. <laughs> So and what he, did they do that thing where it's like we'll, we'll, we'll remember your thing from last yeah. time and we'll, we'll kind of approximate it here with your yeah. settings and, and it just came through looking like it had been mangled its face had been mangled in like some horrible James, boxing James, fight James mangled yeah yeah exactly yeah. and um, so I tried tweaking him and he was just a mess and I had to live oh, with man. that throughout the trilogy so this as well is legendary in as much as I can now just play as Femme Shep the default femme Shep, she looks cool, she sounds cool. I'm happy with that. That's what <laughs> right, I'm doing. So no more mangled, stupid, custom character. <laughs> okay, no. fair enough. Uh, let's talk uh, graphics, because you mentioned in, uh, mm-hmm. I read your review, uh, people head over head on over to uh, xboxchievers.com, playstationtrophies.org, mm-hmm. check yep. out uh, check out Rich's review. But you mentioned also what's, what's one of these things that's quite interesting. Yeah, is that in 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 some areas the sort of moody aspect of the original uh, has been sacrificed in in favour of uh, fidelity, which I thought it was quite interesting of you to to point out because so, I know it was an yeah. issue that some people talk about with um, Resident Evil HD uh, and Silent Hill HD. They sort of say very nice graphics, but there are you know there are sort of some areas where it's the sort of, the sort of mood or the lack of clarity sort of contributes to a sense of atmosphere in the original that's yeah. maybe missing. What, what what are your thoughts on the whole on that? Well, initially I just thought, oh, doesn't this look lovely and pretty and bright and, you know, the colours really pop. But it was actually brought to my attention when uh, Dan, uh, you know, producer Dan and I, we did a um, comparison video of the old one and the new one. And there are certain scenes where you put them side by side and you're like, oh my God, yeah, it has actually lost something. Huh, interesting. Yeah, the sort of dark scenes where you're having these sort of... uh, Interactions they've been brightened up and they just they lose something they do lose a sort of ineffable something yeah that's quite interesting what do you think um <clears throat> I mean wh- wh- when was the, was the was the original oh two thousand seven oh oh seven yeah. was it yeah that yeah what do you think so this is sort of fifteen years I suppose they've ti- they've timed fourteen it to, yeah sure for, wait. We're in 2021. Oh, yeah fourteen twenty twenty one what was two thousand six was Gears of War oh six yeah yeah it was. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, what, what what is it mm-hmm. for someone who doesn't know? And but and I have sort of started the game, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is pretty good. You know, got a bit of Seth Green in the, in yeah. the you know in, in the first one. So I'm listening. Keith to it. David. Keith David. Yeah. Um, what do you think uh, kind of makes it legendary? What, what you know to someone who hasn't played? What 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 is it about Mass Effect? that you think sort of deems it worthy of a bundle like this and, and, and like what would you kind of think its impact on it has been over the last 14 years well I mean outside of Star Wars and sort of Star Trek those real established kind of sci-fi franchises mm. I can't think of a kind of science fiction franchise that feels so established and you're talking about totally the sort of mytho- mythology the kind, yeah. kind of sense of the world yeah like from the outset it's all there you know and mm. it's it's really good, and I just I just dig the kind of look of it, um, mm. the soundtrack, uh, yeah, just the the world, just everything about I will, it. I, I love the say, design of the thing. Just yeah, yeah, the design is kind of it reminds me. I will say like 
it's talking about established sci-fi franchises in gaming halo is a big one and i think yeah. that especially the first mass effect when i was playing it, i did think ah there is a debt to halo here and some of that sort of military starfaring yeah. outfits and uniforms and stuff like that and the sort of sh- ship designs and stuff. So I think, you know, there's fair. a bit of a debt there but yeah i will say you 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 you're right because it's not um Video games to me, is it just my imagination? Uh, video games seem sort of more, either more given to or more willing, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, to go for the fantasy angle than they do the sci fi angle. And I wonder if that's to do with so- someone up there saying, oh, well, it turns out fantasy tends to sell better in games or what. But you're, you're totally right. I was playing Mass Effect earlier and just sort of thinking, like, yeah, we, you, th- th- there aren't a lot of these. Certainly, you, yeah. you know, I can po- point to Halo, and you can obviously, you, you know, you bring up, you know, well, there are the established ones that didn't start in video games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it is something of a of, of a rarity, isn't it? Especially that it would, it would sort of spring up fully formed in the way that in the way that yeah. Mass Effect did. Absolutely. Um, what What do you make of the sort of in, ter- in terms of its? Um, I don't think you'd you'd get many arguments. Um, well, I don't know actually. You, you can you can let me know if if you would, but I wouldn't have thought you'd get many arguments from fans if you said that it, that it's that it's not really the the sort of core gameplay um, mm. that, that 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 has sort of shook the world. If you if you see what I mean, like most fans when they talk about Mass Effect, <laughs> in fact, actually, you can have a lot of conversations about Mass Effect, and those conversations can last a fairly long time before someone actually says to you. Oh, by the way, we're talking effectively about a cover shooter. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. You, you hear conversations about Mass Effect, and inevitably, um, it's the same thing with The Last of Us. Really, um, inevitably, what people talk about is plot, is 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 you know, is story, and in Mass Effect's case, you know, the sort of um, the characters and and the kind of choices you make. I was going to say it's exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. It, do, and do you think yeah. that's its kind of defining outside of its world? I suppose is an interesting point. But do you think that's I mean, I know you mentioned in your review, you, you actually don't think that that Bioware um, have have matched that. You know, they they sort of hit their peak then, and they and they've yet to. Yeah, I, I, you know. I, yeah, I think it's the quality of the characters and the interactions and the choices and you know the dialogue and all that stuff and the, even the binary kind of Paragon and Renegade thing. It, on paper, <laughs> yeah. it sounds a bit kind of flimsy and lightweight, but it it works really well. Mm. And then in the you know the the other games, not the first one, you've got the um. The little interjections, which are cool. Um, yeah. I won't spoil those for you, Josh. Okay. You'll you'll, right. you'll like that. You'll like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like the sound of that. I like I like free flowing conversation yeah. in the games where it's kind of broken up with more with more mm. kind of human a human feel. I mean, do you think comparing it to like some the first so Mass Effect sort of came out before we got the likes of Telltale or Life is Strange and things like that? You know that 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 kind of like a oh so and so will remember that you know. Mm-hmm. And then we had I think the a lot of people probably point to like The Witcher Three as being a case where that's where they really got it right. You know, that sort of branching yeah. narrative where it's like, we're not ever going to tell you who's going to remember what. You're going to make so many small decisions and mid-sized decisions and large decisions that it's going to feel really organic and you're never going to be quite sure how things are going to turn out. How do you think, um, especially looking back to like Mass Effect 1, because I know that's, yeah. it, in the Legendary Edition, that's probably the one that's going to receive the most attention because I guess that's the one that did receive the most attention from Bioware, right? In terms of its... Um, in terms of its remake, I mean, you know, they yeah. they changed more stuff in one. How, how do you think that sort of stacks up now? Like now that we live in a sort of like post Witcher three, post Cyberpunk mm-hmm. world, games are dealing with choice like really, really well now. How do you think playing these games stacks up? Does it does it sort of feel ever so slightly 
um, of its time to you? And I know you sort of mentioned um, oh, the, the Paragon Renegade stuff's a bit simplistic, but it still works. It still works, yeah. And I think where it sets itself apart from those other games you've mentioned is that, you know, your choices actually spin out across all three games. And you uh, might not have realised yeah. that in the first one. So the choices you made, they actually have a bearing on what, you know, certain events in two and three. And I yeah, love so that. In, yeah. I love that that happened, that, you know, that Bioware were able to do that. They were able to bring all your choices across. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, brilliant. Yeah. So it's, that, it is that good, felt that. really cool and interesting. Mm. And I think they did the same with Dragon Age a little bit between Dragon Age one and two. I was two. just about. It's funny. I was just about to say, yeah, they, they. They. I think, and I'm not the expert here, so. But I think they also did the same thing with Dragon Age with. Uh, yeah. Was it Origins and Inquisition? I can't. Yeah, remember. they did. Uh, no, Origins and and two. Origins and two. Yeah. And and I and I suppose it's a, uh, in a kind of similar way ish. Um, Although not quite, because it's still the same game. But it was similar in The Witcher, wasn't it? In the sense that your a lot of your stuff carried over to Blood and Wine from the. I mean, I know yeah. that's DLC. It's not yeah. quite the same. But um, but yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting point, isn't it? Just mm. they had the foresight to say it's going to be a you know a bit of a saga, yeah. and it's going to kind of span. And it so, just makes kind of Andromeda's uh, misfire kind of a, a real shame. <laughs> you took the words right. I was literally just about to say mm. what. It's kind of the the timing is 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 interesting because it's like it was it's twenty seventeen ten years on from the original Mass Effect, which yeah. was when Andromeda came out, and of course now, obviously you know a lot of the big story was the bugs, but we can kind of move past that now, right? Like the bugs yeah. were were patched, and we, we can maybe examine Andromeda in a slightly more interesting lens now. But d- did it really like playing the Legendary Edition? Did it really kind of highlight for you like? how much they screwed the pooch or or did they screw the pooch like well, uh, how, see, does, how does Andromeda age in your memory I'm not as um, sour on Andromeda as a lot of people were or still are huh. I actually kind of liked it and enjoyed it on its own merits and it was nice to just be in that kind of universe even though you know it was without Shepard it was a whole new start and the characters oh, were okay. relatively bland um, huh. compared to what had gone by and the story was incomplete um, incomplete yeah, well, I think oh, because wow. it kind of bombed, that they probably had plans for more stories, but just, you know, oh, thought sod right. this, and kind of, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like, it, it ends there. So it felt, yeah, it felt <laughs> incomplete, it's like, there, there are loose ends, there are things still out there that haven't been resolved, which oh, is really man. annoying. Um yeah. I don't know if you plan to ever play that. Do you you know, it's funny, because I I was saying to producer Dan, for a long time, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I might play Andromeda first. Of course, that's not happened now. I have just played Mass Effect 1 first. It sort of wouldn't matter, but it would... If you're playing the original Mass Effect, it will highlight, like, how different Andromeda was. Well, that was the the thing. I was sort of almost... I sort of thought to myself... Oh, it might be quite funny if I play Andromeda first because it, its weaknesses, like the weaknesses that would be so apparent to fans, wouldn't yeah. necessarily be apparent to me. So in exactly. that way, I might I might come out a little bit better. Or See, the game the th- might come out. That's the thing as well, though. Andromeda, if you're talking in terms of raw gameplay and nothing else, Andromeda's the most playable. I'd say it's huh. the most fun. It's it's got these kind of open environments and you can kind of zip around and the the shooting mechanics really good. And you know, a lot of that folded over into anthem a bit um huh so yeah i mean in terms of raw gameplay andromeda's probably the the best um, yeah but it's funny how that works in fudges in, everything else 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's funny how that kind of works in 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 games. You know, you just you, you get mechanical iteration. Don't it doesn't always work that way, but mm. often you know, un, unlike movies and and things and or books or whatever, like you know, the, the sort of sequel games do tend to mark a you know for the most part an upward trajectory. It's funny, like you know, Bioshock Two just does a lot of things better than the first Bioshock. Is it a better game? Probably not. No, yeah. but it does mechanically, as you say, it's like you know maybe the most playable. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, or, or on the whole, the legendary with, with with a couple of small caveats, I suppose, for for yeah. sort of for the for the fans and such. Um, it, it is legendary. I would, say, would say, yeah. Look, if you're a newcomer, I'm truly, truly envious that this is how you'll get to first discover, you know, the trilogy because they're brilliant. And if you haven't played them before, you definitely should buy this. And I know everyone's like, oh, sixty quid, sixty dollars, whatever, but. You got to remember, you're getting three full games. You're getting every bit of DLC. It's all been remastered, like really, really, you know, well, well, lovingly. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, stop whinging. Quit, quit it, your moaning. It's like a, a good hundred <laughs> hours in there. I'd say. What um, will it remember my if I get the legendary one? Will it know my save from no. this one I've made this morning? Oh wow, no. it won't. No, no, because oh, you, you're going between generations, aren't you, mate? No, sorry. Oh, that's fresh. not great then. So well, I've kajig- kajigged myself on that one. I don't think that was ever an expectation from anyone. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I mean, you can do it on PC it. apparently because it's files and whatever. Yeah, and like if you put in like I don't know, Red Dead Redemption on a Series X or something, it could pull your cloud save from like the 360 era from like 10 years ago. I what? would have thought that would be. I mean, oh, maybe that's, maybe that's maybe different it's, though, isn't it? Well, you're talking. Well, it's the same same thing that PCs. They've got to be compatible. Surely, I don't know. There's a way. I'm sure that's not beyond the realm. If you could do it on PC, I mean, yeah, all right. It's probably probably a little. uh, I don't know. Either entitled or I don't know. Maybe it wasn't X, but I I I kind of would have expected it. You say it wasn't an expectation. I I sort of would have thought. Oh well, maybe they would. Mm -hmm. But I mean, fair enough. I always um I always treated it as a a sort of a clean chance to do it again, kind of thing. Yeah, from scratch. Perhaps I'll um crack on and just play just play the original the thing is two and three really still hold up i mean yeah mass effect yeah. one's a little bit shonky now but yeah two and three are still great two and three are the ones and i think they're on game pass aren't they two and three uh, yeah they're all on ea play yeah well there you go there you go mm. i will crack on and give you some some form of uh, mass effect update to each and every week oh please like, do <laughs> let Brilliant. you know my choices you'll be loving it uh give you a little quick update on mundawn Oh or, God! You know we can um, we can talk about Deathloop as well, but we can have time. <laughs> oh, actually, mm. yeah, we were because you played a little preview of Deathloop. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll do if, your Mundawn bit for you. Uh, Pencilly sketchy horror game. There you go, done. Sweet, sweet. Right. Head Folklore, over to videogamer.com. <laughs> Read my review of Mundawn. It's uh, it's good. It's 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 really good. Sort of folk horror. Um, it's really striking art style. Uh, just the remedy I needed after being uh, underwhelmed by Resident Evil Village. A sort of... Uh, mm. a, a much more freaky village in a more yeah. interesting game. Mm. And that's Mundawn. Or as they say in the game, Mundown. Mundown. Uh, Mundown. Or, get or, Mundown or, so, or, so, boogie. Get Mundown and... Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, that's a strap line we missed. I should have done that. Let's, But let's move on from Mundown because I completely forgotten... It's a mm. double Rich Walker special because he's only Sorry. gone and played bloody Deathloop. Sorry, you got to hear more of my monotone 
boring voice. Hey, in the monotone, it's not boring. It's <coughs> soothing, like oh, like thanks. David David Duchovny. You know, I love oh, that nice, guy's yeah. voice. Yeah, all the great um, acting robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Death Loop. You, it's a pre, mm. it's a pre, it preview capacity. Yeah. Uh, you had a little a little noodle canoodle in the world of Death Loop. Was it is it is it Black uh, Reef? I got to watch. Setting? Yeah, about forty five minutes or so, maybe an mm. hour. I can't remember. It was uh-huh. a week ago. I can't be expected to remember that long ago. <laughs> um, of gameplay, yeah, and it's Black Reef. Um, uh-huh. You probably it's the know setting. as the setting. Yeah, so mm. you, you probably know by now what the remit is. If you don't, it's uh, an endlessly looping day. He plays a guy called Colt who wakes on the shore of Black Reef with amnesia. Mm. And he's he figures out he's in this time loop and he has to find a way to break the loop. Huh. And there's these eight targets called the Visionaries mm-hmm. or the Visionaries, whatever you like. <laughs> um, and they don't want him to break the loop because they're, you know, living quite a uh, sort of, um, what's the word? A peaceful life with holograms on their chests. Yeah, exactly. Now they're living kind of a... a What's the word? Sort of rich and, you know... Uh, a vibrant life. Sure, let's say that. I mean, that's not the a, word I'm after. A criminal life. Yeah, loads of money and everything and, yeah. <laughs> right, decadent. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Decadent. I think that's what Lu- I'm after. Lu- luxury, yeah. Luxurious, okay, decadent <laughs> life they've got. They've got, the, they've got the place stitched up, mate, and they don't uh-huh. want you coming along and messing it up. Faffing about, ruining it. Yeah, but okay, fair enough. Colt, you know, he's like, well, I'm not having this. So mm. he um, he finds a way. I'm not having this. He's like, I'm not having this. <laughs> Is that what he says when he wakes it's up? I'm line. not having this. I'm not having this. So, <laughs> so he's got amnesia, but he knows one thing for sure. Yeah. I'm not having this. I'm not having this. Yeah, he um, discovers a way to break the the rules. So between <laughs> I was loops, saying he's a bit of a maverick. He's a maverick, mate. Colt maverick. <laughs> Colt Maverick, right, and that, and yeah. that right. You don't think much of your selection policy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I think. Yeah, so he's a bit of a sort of Ian Bowman figure. The odd doobie, have yeah, yeah hit the odd copper. Yeah, yeah. okay. All, All right. right. So anyway, what yeah. he does is he finds a way to break the rules. He can keep weapons and abilities and things between loops. A bit like so, Returnal. This, by the way, the sort kind of setup of, of this. Yeah. It's sort of is it a rogue like? Kinda, but it's but doing something really. interesting with it. But like, not really. Yeah. And the developers say they weren't going for that. They weren't going mm. for the the roguelike thing. Okay. Um, so yeah. Anyway, you can keep your stuff, but you have to. There's a resource called Residium or something like that that you have to <laughs> accumulate in order to keep stuff. Unobtainium. Yeah. yeah go on. Yeah. And if you lose that, you have to go back and get it from the enemy that killed you. Okay. Ala, sort of Dark Souls. So there's that uh, element in there as well. Yes, of course. Um, and anyway, so. Basically, uh, the gameplay itself is sort of dishonoured with guns. Right. Um, cool. You have like, similar, like similar supernatural powers you can obtain through uh, things called slabs. You collect <laughs> these slabs, they give you different powers, so you can like chuck enemies around, you can teleport, uh, you mm. can link several enemies together at once and then kill one and they all die. Th- these are all powers that were in Dishonored as well, by the way. Yeah, because it sounds like Domino from Dishonored. Yeah. That, um, that, uh, was it, wasn't it called Linked Fate or something? Or Oh, something like uh, oh God. what was her name from Dishonored? I'm drawing a complete blank Elizabeth here. Elizabeth Emily. Emily. 
Oh, I, I Emily. Tell me Elizabeth. Emily. Yeah, sorry. It was it was Emily. Yeah, that yeah. that was the one she had, right? Because it was because it, it, it link all the you kill one enemy and then it kills all the enemies that you've linked to <clears> that yeah, enemy, right. sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Cool. cool yeah. Cool, so cool, there's cool. very dishonoredy powers, mm. um, but the twist is that one of the visionaries, the most powerful one, is Juliana, and she's a rival right. assassin. And not Julianne ju- Moore. No, not Julianne Moore. Just Juliana. All oh, right. Okay, and she'll pop right. up randomly and try to kill you. Um, and another player can control Juliana. Juliana. Can you sort of set want. your game up so anyone can jump in whenever they like? I think so. Yeah, there's invasion. I think it's optional, huh. but um, it's a cool little wrinkle to the yeah. game. Yeah, and it just yeah, looks yeah. really interesting. I love the kind of 1960s um, design mm. kind of aesthetic they've got. It looks really, really cool and distinctive. And I've got to be honest, I wasn't that fussed about Deathloop until I saw this no. gameplay. No, I was like, uh, I'm still not. I mean, I need to sort of see it. To, but I don't know why. I just something no, about. I'm, I'm sold Deathloop, on it. I think I after this gameplay, it just it looks really cool, and it's all kind of working towards this golden loop, where you get every one of the targets in the right place at the right time, hmm. and um, you can perform what the developers call a victory lap of going through oh, and yeah. executing them all in one run. Ah, that's your sort of perfect unbroken yeah. run kind of thing. Ah, and nice. I think it's such a good idea. It's yeah. really cool. Just I love games that do that. By the way, it's a really it's a really small thing, but it's actually glorious. Like Katana Zero does it really well. It sort of shows you your successful run through. John Wick Hex did that really nicely. Mm. You sort of did all your stuff, and then it treated you to like a a cool little cutscene where it showed you doing it all. It's just a nice little a nice little way of saying here you go. You know, yeah. you looked a bit you looked a bit cool there, sort of thing. But I think it's the the kind of sandbox element and the the kind of diversity of weapons and powers and kind of options that you have. Like you've got this mm. little tool called a hacker jig, so you can just um, hack into turrets and you know you've got stealth or kind of all out kind of guns blazing approaches you can take. You can f- find little kind of secret passageways into places and. Yeah, it just it so just looks really of, interesting. Yeah, the kind of James Bondy Ken Adam set design stuff that you touch on in your preview uh, sounded sounded intriguing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean they've outwardly sort of said that that's all an influence, which I love. Mm, I like so, that. I like a bit yeah. of that. Dis- Dishonored with guns, although that sounds a bit simplistic and, and reductive. Yeah, it's sort of um, more, a lot more than that. But you know. Fair play. Uh, you know, mm. I'll wait. I'll I'll wait for it to come out and, uh, and September, I'll, uh, mate. Bit of a wait. I'll have a but, go. But I'm all right in, though. I'm all right. I'm gonna. I will. I'll probably watch a bit of gameplay so I can get a better handle on it. But I, I can't tell you why I, I wasn't that fussed with Deathloop for Same. some reason. I was just always Same. a bit like, eh. And I don't anyway, know why, but I'm, I'm convinced by this gameplay. Consider it, it you. Looks, uh, it looks very good. Sweet, sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. Right. It's about that time for the news. So buckle up, strap in, get your helmet on. I'm a big fan of that. News. Item number one. Warner Brothers Interactive reportedly to be split up following Warner Media 
and Discovery merger. It's um, a kind of a funny one because they were looking yeah. to sell that. Do you remember last year they were like, "Who wants this?" Do a little auction, and then they and then they went. A load of people were like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll have a bit of uh, we'll have a bit of that because if we half buy that." <laughs> Tall for half a buck. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like that. Microsoft were like, well, yeah, I mean if we get Batman and we get Lord of the Rings and such, then absolutely. But then it was but then Warner were like, oh actually everyone wants this. Do you know what we're keeping it? Fuck them. Yeah. Um, oh, but now what? you mean all this stuff is worth something? Oh, well. <laughs> then uh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Following parent company AT and T's announcement last night, it's merging with Warner Media. It's Warner Media arm with Discovery. Uh, I wonder if that's the same Discovery as the Discovery Channel. I think it More is, on yeah. that later. I think, I think it might be. Mm. Create a new quote premier standalone global entertainment company. Okay. Uh, what does this? Expected. I mean, what does this mean, really? Uh, I, I, I it don't doesn't know. mean anything. I, does I, it, I, to... I, it's a load of old ruddy bollocks. It, oh, it's just management speak when they just talk. I don't know what. And I thought you hated that. <laughs> and I thought, and I, I thought you hated yeah. that. And I know you hate that. So yeah, you're not um, looking at the whole pie, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the deal is expected to close halfway through next year. AT&T, AT&T get a cool 43 bill. Mm. Um, shareholders each get... Why am I talking about shareholders? Who bloody cares? WB Interactive <laughs> was not mentioned by name in the press release. A spokesperson apparently later uh, told a reporter at Axios, as per journalist Stephen Totillo on Twitter, quote, some of the gaming arm will stay with AT&T and some will go with the new company. Uh it's an awful lot of stuff there, by the way. We've got um, we've got Nether Realm that's wrapped up in there. They do Mortal Kombat. Yeah. We've got yep. Rocksteady, who mm-hmm. do um, who are doing Suicide Squad. We got is it who are the Lego people? Uh, Traveller's Tales, TT Games. TT Games, yeah. Mm. To say nothing of Dooby 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 Doo, Harry Potter, the studio Avalanche. Um, is it? Yeah, Avalanche Games. Yeah, I think are the ones that are doing oh, Harry the, Potter. the Wizarding World, Hogwarts Legacy. Sure, yeah, Hogwarts. Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, no, that's, so that's Port Key Games. So Port oh, Key thought, Games, Josh. What's Avalanche Games doing then? Well, Avalanche Games, there was they were doing Disney Infinity, then they closed, and then they came back, and then there's Avalanche Software, which is Just Cause, right? I think Avalanche Games are doing are doing Hogwarts Legacy. No. Uh, so. Is this going to be one of your Don't ritual for Google here. jobs? Don't <laughs> say that here, mate. Are you going to Google me wrong? Well, I, I didn't need to. I looked on our site. We have the all the relevant info on there. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Oh, you know you're, you're, you're right. I've launched software. What? What's this huh. poor key games nonsense then? Screw you, mate. Oh, it's published by Warner Brothers under its port key games. Oh, label. well, we, we oh, didn't talk about publishers, That's just confusing Rich. and stupid, Fucked isn't it? it? Fucked it live on air. Brilliant. Um, no, but anyway, so there's a lot of Rubbish. companies. It's split up between these two things. Bit weird in the end. You know, they did sell it, but not to Microsoft. To, they sort of split it up with dis- the Discovery Channel. So, you know, more on that, more on that later. Who knows what <laughs> that, to no, expect, eh? No, I don't want any more on that. You don't want any more on that. No, boring. Fair enough to you. Fair enough to you. Gabe Newell. Heard of him? No, who is he? Uh, He runs uh, an indie company. I I know he is. Uh, Set set, set tongues wagging. Mm. Um, It's a funny phrase, that, isn't it? Wagging. Yeah. 
You don't wagging. really wag your tongue when you talk. If I'm moving my tongue side to side, and this doesn't work, like a sort of dog's tail, it doesn't. Yeah. It's a left-right uh, movement. Uh, it would do no, uh, do you no good at all. Um, uh, no, but uh, anyway, work. set tongues, set tongues wagging during a visit to a public school in New Zealand. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the one of the pupils at this school asked about Half Life uh, Three, and he went, "Yeah, <laughs> definitely." <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he said one of the one of the pupils said, "quote uh, Will Steam be putting any games on consoles, or will it just stay on PC?" Because they haven't, by the way, Steam have, like or Valve, I should say, um, haven't done a console game since Portal Two ten mm. years ago. <laughs> Madness. Fair um, play. Yeah. To which Gabe said, "quote You will." Uh, get a better idea of that by the end of this year to which the audience started cheering and obviously everyone was like Half-Life Alex on PS5 so I don't he know he just did that knows. for the cheer didn't he he was talking rubbish he's talking out of his ass. yeah he's yeah. just like I'm going to hype him up I'm going to hype him up for no reason yeah, yeah. who knows who knows if we, if we get any Valve games I'd love to see Alex on the PS5 because that means I can play it without spending silly money on an index well how much is the PS5 VR going to cost I mean, Who you knows? can get yourself the regular one, I suppose. It's probably less than 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 an index mm. and the computer required to run Half Life Alex and a room in my house for that true. mental VR. Yeah, true. I mean, you're, t- you're talking thousands, but anyway, um, Xbox celebrations, twenty year anniversary with a vi- with a virtual fan fest. You excited for this? You're going to be tuning in. Nope. No, okay, nope. that's Rich Walker down. As per Xbox Y, the original Xbox, November 15th, 2001, in North America, uh, was launched. Uh, and for the next few months, the company will be celebrating this milestone with the mm-hmm. community via social media. And the hashtag, hashtag Xbox 20. Uh, and there'll be some appropriately themed merch. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a, lovely little, a lovely little fan celebration. But, I mean, um, that's lovely and everything. But I don't know the sort of person who wears a, a T-shirt that says like Xbox Twenty on it. But you might, right? If they sent you a T-shirt, I wouldn't. And, uh, I'd, I'd wear it to bed, maybe. I yeah, wear it in yeah. Or like, if you do, look at me. T- I've got an Xbox. <laughs> I've got an Xbox, and actually, you know, I probably had the original Xbox because I'm celebrating its anniversary. So you're like, of, um, you know, it's like people who wore t-shirts or still wear t-shirts to just say like Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace on them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Who like, wears that? I've, I've seen it. Seen I've seen that. it. Honestly, just the film's logo, not like an image Brilliant. from the film. Just the yeah. logo. Yeah, that is funny. That's funny. I have a Black Ops Four T-shirt I like to wear, um, but I wear it around the house and I wear it when I go to bed, and it fits really nicely. See, that's different. You know, a bed and house T-shirt. It's it's <laughs> taking these things into the public's <laughs> the public that's space. True. That I once accidentally, and I and it was by accident because I I I think I was um I was doing some washing. Um, and I, I messed my, messed my schedule up, but I had to go into, I had to go into work. <laughs> mm. And so I put a jumper on over this, this t-shirt and it was a, uh, it was a world rally championship five t-shirt, right? Oh, yeah. So you'll be loving it. I, remember, I know you're a yeah. fan of that series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And on the top, it said hashtag unleash the driver. Mm. which I thought was funny. Only I met a friend after work in the pub 
and it was really hot in this pub and I forgot that I was wearing this t-shirt took my jumper off in the pub and uh, he everyone, obviously burst everyone out everyone gathered around and left Every- <laughs> <laughs> Look at that dork over there. Yeah, my, my, my friend was like, oh, that's weird. I, I didn't know that you were planning to unleash the driver this evening. Um, I was a laughing stock. So I let that be a lesson to you. You know, if you've got gaming T-shirts, make sure you don't mess up your washing schedule and Look, then you're forced to wear yeah. them out to a social occasion. There are some cool T-shirts out there. There are some cool gaming T-shirts. And there oh, are sure. some that I wear in public that mm. perhaps others wouldn't. So I'm not I'm not slacking everyone's <laughs> <laughs> choice off. And who am I as a sartorial arbiter? I mean, I, I wear a t-shirt and jeans and nothing else mm. all the yeah, time. Yeah, I'm currently wearing my I mean, Echo tracksuit Just you know, just to clarify. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You wouldn't be doing the pod, you know, naked. No, that no, no of course not. No. Uh, Ubisoft denies that it's going to abandon AAA games as it makes its free-to-play entries. So this was after, um, remember that last week, The Division Heartland, I think, is what they're doing. It's kind of free-to-play thing. Uh, So obviously a lot of people were like, oh, that's where all the money is. Does this mean that Ubisoft's going to go in that direction? You know, sort of... uh, It's it's, it's a classic thing of like, oh, is this the death of, you know, single-player story-focused stuff and all that stuff. Anyway, statement given to various outlets uh, from Ubisoft. And a Ubisoft representative said, quote, Our intention is to deliver a diverse lineup of games that players will love. We're expected to be investing more in free to play experiences. But what about but we stuff that clarify, players hate? Mm, None of that. We, we, we want to clarify <laughs> this doesn't mean reducing our AAA offering. Our aim is to continue to deliver premium experiences to players such as Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine. Riders Republic and Skull and Bones. Is Skull and Bones still happening? Apparently so, yeah. Right, okay. Well, they've been aiming to deliver that for a number of years, but fair play to them. Uh, to name a few, while also expanding our free-to-play portfolio and strengthening our brands uh, to reach even more players. So there you go, Rich. Stop worrying all the time. Mm. Stop all your worrying. I've got to way. say, mm. it, if and when Skull and Bones comes out, Mm. Is anyone still going to care? I mean, I didn't care when they announced it. <laughs> and I care even less now. I re- I, this sounds horrible. Yeah, I mean... I, no, I, I wouldn't get, care yeah. if they cancelled it. <laughs> I think people... People love the pirates. People bloody love the pirates. You know, Sea of Thieves mm. is popular. Still popular now, you know. Yeah. Assassin's Creed with its pirate stuff. Valhalla had... Uh, well, it didn't quite have the... No, it kind of did just have the pirate stuff in Valhalla, didn't it? I sort of forget. No. You know, you had, you had the ship at the... Yeah! When yeah, you're you had the Norway. ship the, No pirates, mate. Oh, well... Well, okay. Well, when I say pirate stuff, I just mean pootling about in Old Galley. But, you know, yeah, pirate but stuff in game. No, terms, no naval yeah. combat as such. Uh, oh, was there not? I thought not there... really. Oh no, that's right. It was the it was the river raids in place of yeah, uh, yeah. the actual yeah. Because I suppose that game more about the waterways. But but what I mean is, you can get a bloody good boat fix from Assassin's Creed, can't you? If you're sure. craving your yeah. boats, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it, it it is it is an odd one. Uh, but there you go. You know, people would be excited for Skull and Bones. I'm sure. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Sony has 25 new PS5 games in the works. Uh, half of them are new IPs. Twelve and a half of them. That's twelve and a half. Twelve half and a half. game is a new. Twelve IP. and a half games. It's like yeah, it's like oh well th- yeah, this bit's new, but actually halfway through the game, it ties into <laughs> it an existing into universe. Else. Yeah, it's yeah. FIFA. <coughs> it's fi- half of it. <laughs> yeah, the fate of the galaxy comes down to a football match. Right, right it's last through. of the Last of Us Part Three, and then mm. sort of twenty hours in, yeah, it becomes <laughs> FIFA Twenty Three. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that would be no new IP in that case. Uh, oh, yeah, well, that's guess, true. Uh, but this is Herman Holst. It's a good oh, yeah. name, by the way, Herman it is. Holst. It's nice and alliterative. Um, it is. I like mm. that. Speaking to uh, Weird, uh, sorry, Wired, in, uh, a, in a feature about the PlayStation 5's first six months, he says, quote, there's an incredible amount of variety, uh, blah, 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 big, small, different genres, blah, blah, blah. They include known properties such as Ratchet and Clank, God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon Forbidden West. But there's also new titles that we know less about, such as the upcoming partnership with Jade Raymond's new Haven Studio and the upcoming multiplayer project uh, from the new studio founded by Bungie veterans called Firewalk. Um, Jim Ryan also played down reports from earlier in the week that the stock shortages could continue into the rest of the year, saying, we're working as hard as we can to ameliorate that situation. Uh, we see production ramping up over the summer and certainly into the second half of next year, and we would hope to see some sort of return to normality in terms of balance between supply and demand. Fair enough. Uh, PlayStation sort of more or less stick it to its guns, just games, 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 games. Half of them new IP. That's exciting, right? Half of them new IP. I, I do like when a games console has games on it. Yeah. I've got to admit, I do like that. It's good. It's classic. It's, it's good. an underrated, I like, an underrated I like approach. to buy a games console and know that there are games coming. Yeah. yeah. It is nice and remarkable mm. how many people seem to forget that that's kind of all that matters. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's mad. Oh, it's everything approach. else. Yeah. Give me the games. Games, games, games. Mm-hmm. Games, games, games. Uh, right, it's time for you oh, yeah. to defend your honour, oh, quite frankly. God. I've got nothing to defend <clears throat> anymore. I'm, I'm on a losing streak, Josh. <laughs> You're only You're on a losing streak up, of two, though. Stitching me up. <laughs> I think you're, you're meeting with Matt in secret and going, Matt, here's the answers, mate. Stitch him up. Do it. No, him. no, no. I deny all reports of this. All right, mm. gear yourself up then uh, and you can uh, you can have a jingle. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like draws. Quiz! Joined from Matt from upstairs. Joined by Matt from upstairs. Mm. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? You ready to... Matt's on a win streak. Two two weeks in a row. Rich yeah, is uh, disgraced, they, obviously. They know. They don't yeah, need Rich hasn't won in a while, either. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. only a winning streak, and then there's just a load of draws before that. So, oh. rubbing it in, rubbing it in, taking the piss. So yeah. let's um, let's let's sharp, sharpen the. Uh, sharpen I held the, my favourite whistle. The grain matter. <laughs> 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 right, clue number one. Number one, I have appeared in six games in total. My most recent appearance in a video game was in two thousand and nine. Ah. Hmm. I don't okay. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, clue number two. Uh, it's debatable whether I look better on the TV or in your hands, especially when you consider my changing art styles. Oh. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's a, a potential handheld game, so that means it's probably going to be on the DS, which means yeah. I won't know it. So... Thanks. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Clue number three. <laughs> Clue number three. My first appearance in a video game was in 1997. Mm-hmm. The game I am looking for, for the answer, 
came out in 2005. Oh my god, okay. Huh. Next clue. Uh, I was first established in 1625. <laughs> oh, <God>. Jesus Christ. <laughs> under, under, a diff- under a different name as well. And I have been rebuilt three times. In what, in what year, is sorry? It, is it Shakespeare's Nintendo DS collection? <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <clears throat> First year, established in 16, yeah. 1625. Yeah, okay. Shakespeare had been like dead nine years, hadn't he, by then? And, and I've been rebuilt three times. Oh, oh, I feel, I feel like globe, someone's got this the globe theatre. Is it... <laughs> uh, stop. Is it the Nintendo DS globe theatre game, that one? Incorrect. Are you thinking oh. of the Louvre, the Louvre DS game, Rich? <laughs> oh, sorry. God. Right, cl- next clue. Uh, clue number five. Um, uh, my motto is great to visit, even better to leave. <laughs> what? What is this? This feels. This feels like it should be the most obvious thing in the world by now. He's gone off the rails, Matt. Josh. He's gone. He's he's drunk on his own, you know, influence or something. He's gone mad. Uh, clue number six. <laughs> I am accessible by plane, bus, train, and depending on when you plan to arrive, motorcycle. I have no idea what this is. I no. <clears throat> Me neither. I got some. Got some. Uh, some. Some. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to go through the clues again. Oh. Uh, and then oh. I got some spice. Uh, clue number one. First appearance in a video game, 1997. You're going to have to go off the Scoville uh, scale with this spice, mate. (laughs) Appeared in six games in total, although arguably seven, and arguably eight as well, depending on how you look at it. Uh, My most recent appearance in a video game was 2009. Uh, The game that I am looking for came out in 2005, but was set in 2008. Uh, Sorry, but was set in 1998. It's debatable whether I look better on the TV or in your hands, especially when you consider my changing art styles. Oh. I was Come first on. established in 1625 under a different name, and I have been rebuilt three times. My motto, I should say my city motto, is, quote, great to visit, even better to leave. Oh, um, you know, I don't, th- I don't think this is it. I've got, I've got to ask. Stop. <clears throat> Matt Lorigan. Is it... Uh, Chinatown from Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars Incorrect I'll remind you the game I'm looking for came out in 2005 2005, 2005. but was set in 1998 set in 98 Uh, God I'm accessible by plane bus train boat and depending on when you plan to arrive motorcycle Oh, I don't know. Stop. What? Rich Walker. Is it Liberty City from GTA 3? And no. this week's winner... What is? Wait, what? Is Rich Walker. Yes. What? What? Uh, clue number one. My first appearance in a video game was 1997, <laughs> and I've appeared in six games in total, arguably seven. Oh, yeah. Arguably eight. GTA, GTA 3, GTA Liberty City Stories, GTA Advance, GTA 4, GTA Chinatown Wars, GTA Ballad of Gay Tony, and GTA Lost and Damned. My most recent appearance in a video game is in 2009. 
debatable yeah. whether I look better on the TV or in your hands. Of course, we have the cell shaded DS entry, which was yep. lovely stuff. We had the uh, Libby Seat stories on the PSP and the oft forgotten. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Advance on the Game Boy Advance, which mm. had a really lovely style and was the same layout as Liberty City in GTA 3. I was first established in 1625 under a different name. The name was New Rotterdam. Yeah. Uh, I've been re- rebuilt three times. We have the 3D universe. We have the HD universe. We um. also have uh, Grand Theft Auto Advance, which is a strange case because it's the same map layout, but but it's been rebuilt for the uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Mm. City motto, great to visit, even better to leave. Uh, and accessible by plane, bus, train, boat, and depending on when you plan to arrive, motorcycle. This is, of course, because motorcycles uh, were banned in Liberty City, yeah. uh, which was an odd retcon in order to try to explain why they weren't in GTA 3, yeah. but were in Liberty City Stories, but uh, yes. Okay, so... <laughs> Do you know what, Josh? Wait, that was brilliant. What, what that was year, brilliant. What, that was really good. Because you were looking for the 2005 game, weren't you? What? What? That was yeah. That was the clue for the for the for the uh, motorcycle because the, the the motorcycles were available. Oh, I thought you were saying you were looking for the you because you normally have one game that we have to get, and it's normally the one know, with the date, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah, like yeah. I'm looking I, for I, is that's 2005. Why I reluctantly said GTA Three. Yeah, because GTA, GTA Three like didn't 2001, come out in 2005. Well, yeah, but it kind of ties into the motorcycle one, and I didn't want to. I wanted to keep it so that if one of you said like uh, either that or th- either three or Liberty City stories would have been all right. But, oh, the rules are ever changing in this. I mean, in Liberty this City was the answer. <laughs> so you know, no, True. I know, I completely True. agree. But I, I've, I've, we've definitely had it before. Anyway, anyway sorry, I've. Josh, yeah. that was brilliant. That was fantastic. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I guess it's about that time. That we get on to the questions, the theories, the comments, and the queries, and the quandaries, and the what and the what have yous. Uh, thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. More Cheers, Matt. from the quizzical next week. Mm. Uh, have a lovely jingle there. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> Questions, theories, comments, and queries, you send them in, and uh, and we will talk about them. This one from Ross McMahon. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the best game that only exists on one console? Oof, jeez. Uh, uh, he says, I'll allow one generation. Uh, the game cannot have a remaster, a remake, or a port of any kind. Something that you have to get <laughs> the old console out of the attic to play. Um. Oh, my God. Uh, I I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, do you have any ideas, Josh? I would say um, and this is kind of a little bit cheeky, but what like what about like Silent Hill? Because the thing is, is that I think you can play it on like a Vita or on something else. You could play it on if you have like PlayStation TV. Then right, it doesn't abide by have. the rules. Then does it? You'd have you wouldn't have to get the console out of the attic. You just it's said. true. It's just that it's not a remaster or a remake or a port. It is just the original version running on an emulator. Mm. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a bit of a weird one because and then I was thinking like Bayonetta two was kind of locked to the Wii U, but then they actually just brought that out on Switch. So yeah. I'm kind of a bit like, eh. Uh, hmm. <laughs> and same with Super Mario Sunshine actually, because the, the Switch like. Kind of rescued a number of things off the off the um, yeah 
off the Wii U. So that's kind of a tricksy one. Unless... Yeah, I, if we're allowed Silent Hill, I'd definitely go for Silent I'm Hill. I'm not allowing it, no. Sorry. You're not allowing it? No. You can play it on mm. PS3, you can play it on the Vita, you can play it on the PS TV, even. No. Yeah, no, it's true. Although now I'd have to get the PS, PS3 out of the bloody loft. That's, um, that's, that's one thing. I, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, what about, like, SNES stuff? GoldenEye. The original GoldenEye. What about You can't play that Ooh, anywhere else. Ooh, that's a good one, because they couldn't put that on uh, on XBLA, because, mm. uh, yeah, because of the rights thing. Although, Actually, hold yeah, on. That... You can play it on PC, though, can't you, if, with the, if, you're, if you're dodgy? Yeah, but that's the thing, though, because this question, you know, does it allow for dodginess? Because... If we're just doing emulation, then you'd never need to go into the loft. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Goldeneye then, because I can't think of anything else off the. But I mean, if you're having head. Goldeneye, I want Silent Hill. <coughs> oh, have know. it then. Although it's worth pointing out that I think that Silent Hill was it. Silent Hill Shattered Memories mm. was mm-hmm. like a reimagining of Silent Hill. Was it? Yeah, it was like okay. it came out for like Wii and PS2, and they were like, it's the PSP it's a similar as well, wasn't it? And PSP, they were like, oh yeah, it's a similar like scenario. Like it involves Harry, and it kind of tells the same story, but it's like a different. And also the oft-forgotten Silent Hill visual novel for the Game Boy Advance, but that was just sort of a different thing. It was a visual novel, so actually, it, it wasn't really... Origins only on PSP as well. They then ported Origins, I think, to the PS2. Yeah, they used to do that a lot, didn't they? They take they um, did PSP games that were kind of yeah, like the God of War games yeah. made their way over to PS2. Did they? Um, I think I so. Didn't know the, that. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think the GTAs did as well. Um, yeah, I know the like GTAs did, but I didn't know mm. the God well, of War the, games did. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Silent Hill. I think if it's allowed, you can stick with Goldeneye. I think that's a bloody good shout. I'm Thanks. drawing a complete blank though, because generally. Things things can be rescued, you know, mm. from, you know, onto like new consoles and that. Anyway, uh, we got a couple. Actually, this one from uh, Simon Meredith, which I quite like. Uh, hey guys, listening for a long time. I've always been meaning to write in. Uh, I stumbled across the pod almost a year ago, uh, and was shocked to hear Rich mention Shropshire on an episode. Ooh, interesting. Uh, he says, I recently, I just moved from Shrewsbury uh, and felt compelled to pipe up and say that Planet Donut uh, is the best thing to come out oh. of Shrewsbury, possibly even Shropshire, to be honest. Slagging um, <laughs> it off, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, uh, also, Josh, you need to try Caramac. Uh, I recently tried it after years of eating gold bars. And uh, my God, we've been missing out. Keep up the great work. Love the pod. Well, I'll say, Thanks. yeah, because this question's from last week, so I, I did report back <clears> on the Caramac. I'm still not sure if the Caramac wholly supplants the gold bar, just because of the biscuit element, you know? Well, you've got to ask yourself, are you into the kind of purity of the Caramacy caramaciness, or do you yeah. want a bit of biscuit in the middle of your Caramac chocolate? So really, it's it's uh, yeah, that it's, it is a difficult one, and you do get more with the caramac as well. Yeah, it's pure. That's kind of pure. Yeah, it's like it if is. you were chopping up cocaine for like a deal, you mm. want the pure, the pure stuff. Yeah, you want you don't the pure want to put shit. bits of biscuit in your in your no. coke. No, that's true. Yeah, imagine a sort of Scarface scenario, but you're yeah. just trading in caramacs. I put lots of biscuit in here. <laughs> Or a biscuit in a coke. <laughs> Never get high off your own supply of no. Caramax. 
Yeah, um, I mean that is a, that is a you know real danger. Yeah, do, do you have any mm. strong thoughts on uh, Planet Donut? Yeah, well, we, that was my uh, thing. I said last week, wasn't it, that we went we went to Shrewsbury. Oh yeah, that's and, right. Um, yeah, we queued up yeah. outside Planet Donut and bought, ended up buying. <laughs> Was it twelve donuts? I think. Oh yeah, you went absolutely bonkers on donuts. Yeah, I made, made myself sick. Made <laughs> yourself sick. Mm. <laughs> there was there right. was a chocolate one they did that had this sort of weird kind of unctuous jammy goo in the sort of hole, Ugh. and that kind of ruined the whole donut because it was just really sweet. It didn't need that. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. overkill. Yeah, that's um. That 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 that, but that does sound glorious. I, I have mm. to say, uh, unfortunately, I can't can't really uh, justify making the journey all the way there just for Planet Donut. But I am. I mean, I do have a, yeah, you know, a sweet tooth for donuts. Um, it's a nice place to have a walk around, though. Go go to the the quarry. It's called lovely grassy, fieldy, flowery bit. <laughs> fieldy flowery bit. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Uh, a couple from uh, Michael. Uh, so Sega talked about this super game that they're working on, which was a funny way of putting it. I thought that was, I think this was last week. Yeah. Um, and Michael says, "What are the chances of this uh, super game being a Yakuza Persona crossover, <laughs> like like Majima and Kiryu's high school days? Imagine that. That would be obviously incredible. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like." Their definition of a super game would be something that has broad appeal, and I can't imagine. <laughs> while I would love that, and yeah. many would love it, I don't mm. think it would have the broad appeal would, that. Sega I tell you would what, though, the uh, the Yakuza audience and the Persona audience that does seem like a cool two audiences to cross over. You know? Yeah, yeah, it and it would it would like... qualify as a super game. Yeah. Oh, mm. absolutely. Well, yeah, because also you'd be bringing it. Has has Yakuza ever done like a kind of supernatural element for any of its games? Well, unless you count. Um, Dead Souls, or uh, oh, of the yeah. end, as it was known in Japan. Yeah, uh, that's the, right. The zombies, but um, no, I suppose yeah. Not. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, anyway, he also says, uh, seeing as Yagami can just cut about town on a skateboard mm-hmm. uh, and has an entire set of side stories based in a school. Yeah, has Rio Gago Toko Studio just made the Bully Two game that people were looking for, disguised as a judgment game? Ha ha ha. Maybe, yeah. 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 Can you go around picking fights though? That'd be good, wouldn't it? In the school, <laughs> that would be just, good. he's just like, he's in his thirties or whatever. He just goes around <laughs> pushing around like twelve-year-olds. Yeah, just throwing his weight around. Fair Boy, play to him. Give me your lunch money. <laughs> it was a contest for children. <laughs> yeah, and Homer beat their brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, this one from uh, Nathan Wheeler. Uh, hi VG Heroes. Recently bought Fire Emblem Three Houses uh, from a friend, and after three hours, I was done. Uh, got bought. Got <laughs> that was quick. He speed ran it. That's that's amazing. Yeah, he goes. I was done with it. So not actually finished with it. Yeah, but no, just, okay. You know, done. Uh, got bored of teaching seminars, hosting tea parties, and organising choir practice for my students. Is that rather? Is that what it is? <laughs> rather than. <laughs> Rather than playing a tactical strategy game. Uh, and then he goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, decided to give it one more shot uh, before I sold it. Uh, and then he goes, two weeks and 20 hours of gameplay later, and I'm hooked. Oh. And then he says, yeah, a little twist in the story there. Okay. Get t- t- stuck with it. Turns and out qu- quite- choir practice and all that stuff yeah. he mentions, brilliant. Paid off. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, have you ever stuck with a game... 
uh, you weren't enjoying at first, uh, only to have it become one of your favourites. And then he said, keep walking wise, Nabo. I think he goes by Nabo. So, you know, there you go. Nintendo Nabo. Nice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Sticking with the game until... I once had a big turnaround on uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah. Because I am not a fan of Final Fantasy. But that game won me round. I wouldn't... I wouldn't say that game is one of my favourites. It's certainly one of my favourites of the Final Fantasy series, but that is not saying much. Have you ever... Oh, I guess for you, like, Yakuza is a massive one, right? Because you didn't... You weren't really digging it at first, and now it's, yeah. like, one of your favourite things ever. Yeah, I mean, I was really reluctant to play it. It was it was Cullum's insistence that I try it again. And you weren't... Were you, you weren't sold absolutely straight away, were you? Or, or was it just as soon as you played it, you loved it? it well, um... Yeah, it was kind of as soon as I started playing it. I just... I thought what the hell why didn't I why, why haven't I been playing these all along kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah yeah it was it was just I felt silly yeah um, but I yeah. suppose the Kiwami versions though they are more accessible that's true that's you know, true so yeah. I guess yeah. oh, when I was when I was a kid uh, I played Metal Gear Solid 2 yeah and it was the first Metal Gear Solid that I'd ever played <clears throat> which is funny because if you're going in on 2 then that's a yeah it's mad that's some steep stuff that um and i didn't i had absolutely no idea what was going on and i was getting spotted and just battering people left right and center <laughs> Did, didn't didn't like it um the thing is i didn't really stick with it what i did was just come back to it like two or three years later uh, matured and then, and then yeah and then i was like actually this is like one of the best things ever and totally totally bloody loved it so i guess yeah and and also just all of metal gear now it's like one of my favorite franchises mm. so you know they there you go St- you sticking know, with th- stuff actually going back to kind of bioware i remember the first time i played dragon age origins i thought it mm. looked a bit crap and it didn't immediately get me i mean I, I don't have as much of an affinity for kind of fantasy as i do for kind of sci-fi and stuff like that yeah and, yeah. I, and you know it was from the people who made Mass Effect I, I was expecting something different but Oof. I stuck with it and I, I, I love Dragon Age now it's great mm, but yeah initially it did, really didn't yeah although it's, it's, it's funny because you, you get stung with that sort of thing as, as much as you find some treasure because it's like when, when do you call it a day you know because you, you, you can't just stick with everything so, sometimes you just don't like stuff and it's tough mm. to you, you got to kind of sense you know is there anything here that might appeal to me or is it all just because I've stuck with stuff for ages and just disliked yeah. it right through to the very end <laughs> yeah see that's, that's no good so, so sometimes it's good to kind of work out yeah it's just you know maybe it's not, not for me, me. Anyway, yeah. that'll just about do us uh, what already for the, uh, for the for the questions oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got to be getting on. Uh, if we didn't read your question out this week, I'll read it out next week. Uh, uh, thanks to the listeners. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at richardw 82 at Joshy Wise, famously mm-hmm. at VideoGamer.com for your questions mm-hmm. and that. Email mm-hmm. podcast at VideoGamer.com. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, and uh, you know for the for the jingles for the lovely jingle. Bells. You're not thanking Colin Mahern. Wow. Jeez, what's he uh, done to you? I was just about to. I was just about to. <laughs> you cut in there. And of course, thanks to Cullum Ahern. I can't remember which stings he did, but I'm sure... Who did the Joss Stone one? Because that's my favourite one. Uh, I think that was Cullum's. Mm, yeah, absolutely I, I think he did notch. the little chicken manoeuvre. I think that's his. <laughs> 
It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, VideoGamer.com for all your gaming needs, obviously. Uh-huh. And uh, and you, you you know you'll hear from us next week. But it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, and uh, it's goodbye from Rich Walker as well. Yeah. Bye.